Hello, and welcome to Say Yes to NMES. I'm your host, Craig Mateer. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the podcast where we highlight and celebrate the success that NMES has had in the treatment of dysphagia. Today I'm joined by Jessica Barron, an SLP at a Level 4 Neonatal Intensive Care Unit. Jessica uses NMES extensively with the kiddos in there and estimates that 80% of the patients could benefit from the use of NMES for helping them with their swallowing and feeding. Jessica describes one of those successes on our podcast today. Hope you enjoy. Hello, why don't you tell me your name and tell me a little bit about yourself. So my name is Jessica Barron. I am a speech-language pathologist. I work in the NICU at Chalk Children's Hospital in Orange County, California, um, treating various diagnoses with our NICU babies and implementing the use of NMES slash vital stem um, very frequently. And how did you, uh, how long have you been um, an SLP? How long have you been in the NICU? How, what's, your, what's your background? I have been an SLP going on seven years. I have been in the NICU for the last four years. And I have also been inpatient in pediatrics for the last five years. And how long um, have you been doing NMES and how did you get started with, uh, with Vitalstim? I was... Um, certified in August of 2021, so about two years now, and how it started or how it was promoted was we had several babies in the NICU that were having basically dysphagia and swallowing dysfunction and disorders, um, so I knew of vital stem or e-stem as a potential and very effective means to help progress with swallow function. Um, So it was a big goal of mine and actually the institution at the time um, that I was working with, they wanted all of their NICU SLPs to be certified in um, the use of vital stem. And in the, in the NICU or in your environment right now, um, well, let me, let me back up a step. So hopefully there's people on here listening that may not even understand what a NICU facility is. So can you tell me a little bit about what a, what a NICU is and the kind of patients you end up seeing? Right. So um, the NICU that I treat, essentially it's a neonatal intensive care unit. So any baby that is a very medically fragile um, is seen in the NICU. And I work in a level four So that is essentially the level where they could require surgery or very intensive needs from specialists, whereas a level three, um, there is a level of specialty, but the babies are usually grower and feeders, meaning their main, one of their main goals is to grow by feeding successfully. But in a level four NICU, there's definitely I would say a higher acuity of medical needs needed, um, which always seem to impact the swallow safety of the baby. Got it. And and in that unit and in your um, day-to-day practice, what obviously from birth to what age are you typically seeing? 
Um, in the NICU, we see anywhere from birth all the way through, I would say, hmm, generally seven to eight months. That's usually our older babies. Um, once they get to that age, they tend to be a little more stable and can be transferred to the floors, whether that be the CVICU, the cardiovascular intensive care unit, or the regular floors um, within the hospital. And I think you said earlier that um, uh, that you have been using NMES quite a bit on these patients. Is that mm-hmm. correct? That is correct. So with, within the NICU, I would say at least 80% of the babies that we see um, do require or benefit from the use of NMES. Um, I would say the diagnoses of HIE, um, which is hypoxic ischemic encephalopathy, and then intracular ventricular hemorrhage, IVH, um, along with just a premature baby who doesn't have the oral motor skills or swallow coordination um, as of yet because they were premature. I have also seen uh, babies with trachs, um, vocal fold paresis or paralysis, post-esophageal atresia repairs. Um, the list definitely goes on in, as far as diagnoses, but those are a few. Wow, that's, uh, that's incredible. Um, so tell me, um, tell me about a patient or a, a little kiddo that, that you've worked with that kind of stands out in your mind, perhaps? Um, I would say there was a patient who was, apart from her um, vocal fold paresis, she was a healthy baby. Um, but given that she had vocal fold paresis, she was not able to maintain a safe airway. Um, so because of that, she did require a trach. Um, and after she had her trach, we did a, a feeding evaluation on her. Um, she did show signs of aspiration. So we did an instrumental evaluation, which was a swallow study, um, which revealed safe swallow overall, but we still felt overall her swallow, timing of swallow was delayed and the bolus control was decreased and there was still continual um, pharyngeal and chest congestion. So we implemented um, the use of NMES and she did fantastic. I think there was a lot of fear around oh, well, she has a tray. Can we even use NMES? But absolutely. Um, There was no contraindication and she tolerated it very well. And with the continued use, we implemented it twice a day, Monday through Friday, once on the weekend. We saw her for about, I want to say four to six weeks. And her feeding completely took off. She went from feeding maybe 10 cc's within 30 minutes all the way to a full feed which was 120 cc's so she made fantastic gains with the use of NMES and what approximately what age was she when when this was going on um she was five months it's easy and and I'm sure it was scary and probably not only just for the medical personnel but also for the family right Mm -hmm. um um Absolutely. 
your 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 child you're hoping that child comes home in a carrier the day after it's born and here that it is in the in the NICU and and fighting and struggling and 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 now you're going to try and you know they're seeing all these medical procedures and it's got to be be tough on a parent um so i'm i'm thinking that that people outside the NICU would think it's there's not a lot of real estate in there to start doing electrodes on the swallow along with the trach. So how did, how did that kind of um, manage in, in this case? Well, um, staffing was definitely hesitant. They're like, I didn't even know that you can use that type of modality or intervention with a patient that has a trach. And I explained um, that the placement is actually not near the area of the trach and um, nor the electrodes. Um, so I think once they understood that we're targeting muscles and specifically further away from the trach, their level of fear decreased. And mom was receptive to everything that we were proposing because, she, of course, she wanted to take her baby home and she wanted to make certain that her swallow was safe and functional. So I would say of the two, mother was more receptive and staffing was a little more hesitant to start. But once both parties understood the goal and the use of the modality, um, we had 100% buy-in. Got it. In the, uh, in the adult cases that I've, I've talked about with other therapists, it's, it's easy to know you know, what the patient was going through before and what the patient was like afterwards and how the family was affected pre and post. What can you tell me just from your experience of being around little ones that age and the problems they have, what's the significance of what you were able to accomplish there for, for this child in the, in the short term and in, in the long term? Mm-hmm. Well, I would say in the short term, Um, one of the main goals for discharge from the NICU is to gain weight and successfully feed in a safe manner. So feeding team within the NICU is very important because we are part of the bigger picture and making sure that they can successfully eat for discharge. Um, So that being said, I mean, we want to make sure, rule out all types of um, factors that are associated with feeding, whether that's oral motor, and they, to start, can't even suck or express the bolus from a nipple, and we can utilize NMES for that, and or if they're showing just poor swallow um, coordination, sex swallow breathe pattern coordination, using NMES definitely improves the bolus control. And then the big red flag, which is what we see very often with feeding, is overt signs of aspiration, which can be pharyngeal congestion and chest congestion. Um, I would say that many of the cases where we have implemented NMES, the congestion level is overtly decreased, which to me is amazing because you can see in real time with consistent use, the results and the modality is safe. Um, So 
I would say that's the biggest short-term gain, but the long-term gain is the satisfaction of knowing not only as a professional, but you can give that confidence to the family, knowing that, okay, the baby has a safe and functional swallow. We've done all the intervention that we need to, to progress. And if the baby needs continued outpatient care, we can continue to provide that with other therapists and, or we've done our job and successfully cleared the baby so that they're eating not only efficiently, but safely into the home and parents do not have to have any further worry in regards to swallow function. And can you describe um, the mom's feeling afterwards and what she was able to see with her child and how she how she felt about that? Yes. So mother also had two other kids at home. So it was definitely a busy, busy time for her. I think she had three under three. So you can imagine that having a baby in the NICU is not only a stressor, but she wants to make sure that she has the knowledge that is given to her in the acute setting and being able to successfully implement that into the home. Um, So once we were able to get baby on a safe feeding plan and rule out any aspiration and show her the progress we've made with the use of NMES, I could tell there was an immediate sense of relief. Um, And just knowing that, okay, I can feed my baby and not worry that she's going to be at risk medically or just overall health-wise. That's fantastic. And this would be representative of many cases that you've been involved with over over your time and not just an outlier. Is that correct? That's correct. I would say, I mean, more often than not, um, for families that are very involved with the progression of their baby who's feeding, um, they're all very, very, um, they just are advocates for NMES as well because they begin to understand by being there with our sessions what benefits there are versus not using it. Got it. Got it. And because I I think out there in the world there is some hesitancy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I would 100% agree with that statement. Um, I mean, being a speech pathologist, I too love to see research backed behind what we do. So of course, if there's like a small sample of research specifically for pediatrics and infants um, given to staff or even to families, there is a level of hesitation. Um, And I personally do love and feel that there's always more research needed. Um, However, I mean, my day-to-day and what I see as far as swallow progression, the cases are just they prove the success alone. I mean, I have not seen any cases where the progress is limited or there was regression. So for me, it's only positive and beneficial to use the modality. Got it. So, and I think you've, you've said it all already, but from a, I always try and get an overarching view or, or what would you say about your experience with NMES and how would you talk to other families that are wondering or whatever, how would you, how would you kind of sum it up? I would say, of course, anything that is new and um, has not been explained 
to a parent at first can be very intimidating. Um, but I really like to take the time to educate families so that they can understand what the use and purpose of the modality is and it, how it can benefit the child. Um, I also say that consistency is key. It's like another modality of exercise. If you're running on a treadmill, you have to commit to using that treadmill to see the benefits. And I would apply that exactly with the same use of NMES. It's not something that you can use once a week or once a month and expect change. I think with the continued use daily and even two times a day, um, you can see the benefits and progression for the infant and for their swallow function. Um, so I think consistency and believing in the modality is absolutely key. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Jessica. I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us and thank you for sharing um, your success and, and thank you for helping those, those babies out there and those families. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's just awesome. Absolutely. It's wonderful. I love seeing the progress, the benefits, and just the overall success of the baby and the families. So it's, it's amazing. It's a great field to work in. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. And good, good for you. Good for you. All right. Well, thank you, Jessica. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you have an NMES success story you would like to share, contact me at craig at chowseminars.com. That's craig at c-i-a-o seminars.com. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Ciao.